Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on GoToDobbs.com today. Ferrario, that's Tanner Hendrickson. I'm Brandon Kylie. It's BK and Ferrario here on 101 ESPN. We are happy to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by our friend Ben Heisler of BetSided.com. You can follow him on Twitter at Benny Heis, B-E-N-N-Y-H-E-I-S. Ben joins us each and every Thursday to help us preview the football slate. Heis, we appreciate the time as always, man. How you doing today? I'm well. It was uh, nice and warm here in Kansas City, and all of a sudden the rain just started pelting. So it might be coming your way. So enjoy this warm weather and uh, decent weather while you still can. Yeah, it's supposed to be, I think, 29 degrees here on Saturday. 39 degrees here on Saturday. Um, I am going to a. I'm going to a on Saturday. Heist. They have the option of doing it outside or inside, and they chose outside, despite the 39-degree high on Saturday. Heist, so true or looking false. forward to that. Heist, true <laughs> or false, you hear that, you're not going to that wedding. <laughs> if you've already, I mean, if you've already made the commitment to go, then you have to show up. But, okay. I mean, that's listen, that's on them, because instead of everybody looking dapper and sharp as the bride is walking down the aisle, you got people in parkas and ponchos and rain jackets. I'm like, that's a beanie. On I don't care. I'm wearing a beanie. Oh, you're a not you're not a beanie guy, man. You are not a beanie guy. Look, the dog even agrees with us with heist. You are not a beanie guy. Luna, shut up. Heist, I tell I tell BK that all the time and it never works. All right, Heist. Let, let's preview this slate for the weekend. I'm going to be honest with you. It's pretty ugly. There, there are not a lot of great games that I'm looking forward to watching. Let's start with tonight's game between the Falcons and the Panthers. Listen, the, the only thing that's interesting about this one is the betting perspective. Do you like a side in this game, Heist, between the Falcons and the Panthers? Falcons right now a two-and-a-half-point road favorite. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind the Carolina side, and I think a lot of it is due to the fact that it went up to three and immediately went right back down to plus two and a half. Remember, the Panthers team won on the road, if, if not for DJ Moore taking off his helmet uh, a bit too prematurely. There's all sorts of issues right now with both sides defensively. You know, Atlanta should be able to run the ball. Marcus Mariota has been uh, taken off at least six times a game over his last several games. Uh, he's possibly in play for an anytime touchdown. It's a good value at around three to one. Uh, Cordero Patterson, also a guy that I like to get into the end zone tonight. And you know, a lot of these Thursday night games, especially with what we remember from this game, um, very high total at the end. I think there was a combined 37 points scored in the fourth quarter 
and then again in overtime a couple weeks ago. A lot of these division rematches tend to be on the under, and you're all now dealing with the Thursday night trend that's gone 16-6 yeah. and six to the under over their last 22 games. So uh, right now it's over that key number of 41. I, I don't mind taking the under on, on 41 and a half. I, I think you're not going to see a whole lot of points, even though there are a couple guys that I believe are good bets to get into the end zone. Heiss, I got a question. Uh, what the hell is Vegas thinking? Because the, ten- the Tennessee Titans are up minus two and a half favorites at huh. home against Russell Wilson and the Denver. Do they really think that bye week benefited the Broncos? <laughs> Probably to a certain extent. Denver still obviously not having Bradley Chubb in the mix is going to make an impact. Although if you're looking at both of this, both of these offenses, and we got a total guys in the NFL, the National Football League um, of 36 and a half this week. That's, That's amazing. By far and away, just the, the grossest total on the board. I, I don't really care for either side. I, I suppose if I had to lean one way, I, I don't mind Tennessee. Um, Mike Vrabel has his team well-prepared, even with a lack of talent, especially on offense. Uh, I, I do think that Malik Willis opened up some eyes with uh, some of the, the throws that he did make, um, but there's just not enough weapons other than Derrick Henry to go around. And, and really, I, I think Tennessee defensively has made some serious strides. Um, I know that Russell Wilson looked better in his last start, but there's still plenty of issues with Denver on offense. I don't think the bye week is all of a sudden going to open up everybody's eyes and Nathaniel Hackett's all of a sudden going to become a top five coach. So don't like really either side. I suppose I'd probably lean Tennessee as a short favorite at home, but this is not going to be a pretty game given the fact that the Titans are six and two against the spread at home and you have a total that's sitting at under 37. Heiss, I spend my basically entire day on Sundays watching football. And so I've seen a lot of the Seahawks and the Buccaneers so far this season. In what world have the Buccaneers been better than the Seahawks, so much so that they are a a two-and-a-half-point favorite in a neutral site game? Why? What what am I missing here? uh, Maybe the fact that that Tampa Bay is finally starting to get some more guys healthy on their offensive line. Maybe the fact that uh, Vita Vea uh, was finally available and, and could cause disruption up the middle. Uh, in that game against Geno Smith, you're you're absolutely right, BK. From all accounts this year, if you look at a lot of the different measures, Seattle's been the better team, and they've been really, really impressive. And I think it goes to show uh, that Pete Carroll uh, is well-deserving of NFL Coach of the Year awards. In fact, I wrote an article this week at that side it's saying that even though Nick Sirianni is the uh, consensus favorite by a mile, if you're looking at any possible underdogs, it's very difficult not to make the case for Pete Carroll. Because not only has the offense continued to succeed without Russell Wilson, the defense that got gashed in the first three weeks of the season all of a sudden is now the number one team in the NFL over the last three weeks in yards per play. That's a sizable impact, especially at a key betting statistic, to watch this team really turn it around on both sides of the ball. I'm on Tampa Bay only because I felt that that number would move. I thought it was good value at the beginning of the week to get it at minus one. And sure enough, it's now at minus two and a half, possibly even minus three at some books. But yeah, I, I think if you get it at three, Seattle looks to be the live play here, given the fact that Tampa not have not being at home, uh, having all sorts of issues away from home, uh, makes plenty of sense to me if you're on the Seattle side. I, I just like the number originally on Tampa Bay just a little bit more. Heiss, I can't decide who I like more in a Sunday afternoon matchup between a team that has a coach who doesn't know how to call any offensive plays and has never been a coach before, or a team that can't score any points in the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, The Raiders have 
some issues, no doubt. But I mean, it's it's Jeff Saturday. Like, there's I, I, they they really went out and got Jeff Saturday to coach an NFL team when he hasn't had any head coaching experience other than at the high school level. I was talking with Matt Verderam, our, our fan side of National NFL Insider, about this game. And it kind of feels like what the Houston Texans wanted to do with Josh McCown before the NFL basically said, no, you, you can't do this. That would look horrible. And then the Colts just basically said, screw you, we're doing it anyway. I, I have no doubt that, that Saturday has a solid NFL acumen and he's well-respected, uh, but you still can't. I mean, the line has gone from three and a half to six. And yeah, the Raiders have plenty of issues, especially defensively, but the Colts have shown no sign of life on, on offense. Even if Jonathan Taylor plays, they can't protect Sam Ellinger. He can't t- throw the ball downfield. I would probably use this as an opportunity to tease the Raiders, given the fact that the Colts do have a solid defense. Right now it's at minus six. So you bring that line down as Raiders pick them, maybe tease them with a team like Pittsburgh. Uh, That's a short underdog at home where Mike Tomlin has been incredibly successful over the course of his career. You can move that line up to seven and a half. But yeah, there's not a lot of confidence in really either of these two plays right now. Heist, and this will be my last question. We're talking to Ben Heisler here on 101 ESPN. You can find him over on BetSided and on Twitter, at Benny Heist. What is your favorite play of the weekend? And ask the dog what their favorite play is, too. Luna's not happy with us right now. (laughs) No, she wants to go play fetch in a a rainstorm. And uh, that's... I mean, who can blame her, it's really? Like, hey, my one-and-a-half-year-old daughter likes to go swinging in a rainstorm, and she does the same thing. She just screams. Right. Like, like what, what are we doing at this point? Um, <laughs> I, the, the, the few plays that I've made so far this week, um, you know, I, I was on the wrong side of, of Buffalo, unfortunately. That's gone all the way down to three-and-a-half. I teased them. Uh, I might get that play as a result of what I actually teased it down to. So Is that's, that just because of the ideal. Josh Allen injury status, Heiss? Yes. It's, okay. it's purely based off of Josh Allen. And, and frankly, there's a, the question of whether or not Minnesota becomes a favorite if he's ruled out. Sure. I don't think so. And that's even with Buffalo dealing with some, some issues in their secondary and being a little bit banged up. I, I'll, I'll give you my, my favorite play of the week. Um, the, the line isn't there anymore, but every indication says that this is the, the way to go. And that's the over in the Detroit Lions and Chicago Bears game. What a time to be alive. Justin Fields and the Chicago Bears have the league's best offense. They have scored the most points on their drives over the last three weeks. You have it with the Detroit Lions offense that has been in terrific in spurts this year, starting to get everybody back healthy, going up against the Bears' defense that, especially in the first half, is the worst defense in yards per play allowed and in points per game allowed uh, over the past three weeks and also throughout the entire year in the NFL. This line has gone from 46-and-a-half up to 48-and-a-half, but I, I still feel like if you can get it before it goes to 51 I just don't know how either of these two defenses stop each other. There's too many playmakers. There's too many guys that are electric in space, both with Justin Fields and DeAndre Swift and Amon Rossi and Brown. Chase Claypool gets another week to get acclimated to Chicago. He's a really good, useful weapon in this offense with how Justin Fields likes to operate. I, it's weird to talk about plenty of points in a Bears game at Soldier Field in November, but it's going to be cold, but the wind isn't going to be an issue. I, I think you see plenty of points in this game. So I like Chicago on the money line. I also like the over in this game. If you are playing daily fantasy this weekend, that is the game to target, uh, in my opinion. So I, I really like that game a lot for the over. No Heist. doubt about it. 
we appreciate the time as always, my man. Enjoy yourself this weekend. Go get out there and play some fetch in the rain because your dog <laughs> deserves it. And we'll talk with you again next week. No, thank you for uh, for that optimistic look on uh, going and getting wet outside with the dog. So thank you. <laughs>